Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. Oh, Holy Spirit, enter in, and in our hearts, your work begin. What a powerful request. God makes it happen as we listen to his word. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours in abundance today as you do exactly that and enjoy the Holy Spirit's work in your heart. During World War II, there was a time when six pilots went out on a mission. And they left their aircraft carrier, and the captain of the carrier said, Be careful. Have courage. It's going to be okay. The Navy pilots went on their mission, they completed it, and they came back, only to find out that the captain of the carrier had ordered a blackout because the enemy was near. The pilots frantically radioed for help. And they kept getting the response, no, right now it's a blackout. The captain ordered a blackout. Lots of frantic communication back and forth. The pilots begging for just one light so that they could have a good chance at landing. But the response was no, no, no. It's a blackout. And eventually, the communications officer on the carrier cut off communication entirely. And those pilots had no choice but to crash into the ocean. I'll bet the night before Jesus died, as Jesus peered into the future a few hours and knew that the cross was close at hand, he was sure, because he's God, that his disciples were going to think God had ordered a blackout. Jesus knew that his disciples were going to think that as they were flying close to God, as they had become his disciples and wanted to be close to the Messiah all their life going forward, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, unexpectedly, God had said, blackout! And now you're on your own. Jesus, knowing the disciples were going to feel that way, preempted the trouble and gave those disciples and us a tremendous amount of comfort. Lots of scriptures to enjoy, to hold close to our hearts that are the very opposite message of God has given you a blackout. Let's enjoy those scriptures together today. And as we do so, we will see that not only has God not ordered a blackout, Really, the very opposite has taken place. He desires to make himself at home in your hearts. So let's start by thinking about that a little bit. What's the difference between a hotel and a house and a home? I think it's fair to say that a hotel really doesn't grab much of your heart at all. It's just a hotel where you sleep for a night or two most often. What about a house? 
the neighbor's house across the street, a friend's house you go to sometimes. Well, it's nice. It might touch your heart a tiny little bit here and there, but for the most part, you refer to it with your mind, but not your heart. I'm going over to my friend's house. My neighbor's house has their Christmas lights up. Compare that hotel and that house, though, to a home. There's a reason why the phrase is popular in our midst. Home is where the heart is. That is where there's love when it's a happy home. That is where you can go, no matter if the house is big or small, no matter if it's clean or messy in particular, it's home. It's where you want to be. It's where your heart is. It's where you know there's not going to be a blackout here. Even if there's a blackout in other parts of my life, not at home. God promises you this. Nothing less. He desires to make His home His greatest heart attachment in your heart. Let's listen to God's Word describe exactly that. And remember, this is the night before Jesus died. He's comforting His disciples ahead of the storm. This is one of the many things that He said. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves Me will obey My teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love Me will not obey My teaching. These words you hear are not My own. They belong to the Father who sent Me. Another powerful part of this to download is when God says, I will do this, this will happen in the future, He isn't being wishy-washy at all. He isn't saying, well, we might love you if you prove yourselves worthy first. Or, we might come to you if we get around to it, but we're pretty busy. Hopefully we can squeeze it in. No, God doesn't lie. God always keeps His promises. He is not like us, human beings. My Father will love them. It's going to happen. We will come to them. It's going to happen. We will make our home with them. It's going to happen. God rules in your heart. Makes His home in your heart through His Word and sacraments. When you believe Jesus is my Savior from sin and I am going to heaven as a result, God has made His home in your heart. Isn't that something? He could live anywhere He wants. And He chooses to make His home in your heart. The opposite of a blackout, wouldn't you say? Let's go on and have more encouragement. Verse 25, All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. There's a few more in the list of what will happen. 
Not maybe or hopefully if God gets around to it. Jesus will send the Holy Spirit in His name. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things through the Word. And He will remind you of everything Jesus has said. The Holy Spirit is perhaps the most mysterious of the three between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And these verses help us to have some clarity in the mystery if you're wondering, who is the Holy Spirit and what does He do? Well, this verse alone helps us quite a bit. He is our advocate, our counselor, someone who will come alongside you through the Word, put His arm around you, and tell you exactly what you need to hear. If you're marching off on a wrong, sinful track, the Holy Spirit will put His arm around you and say, Stop! You're destroying yourself and hurting the people around you. He's not just going to give you a fist bump and turn the other way. And if you're buried by guilt and shame, the Holy Spirit's going to come put His arm around you and say, Jesus has forgiven this too. Get up on your feet. He's going to tell you what you need to hear. He will remind you of everything Jesus has said. And just think about that as we go through life, how we know what Jesus tells us, but it's easy to slip by and, and lose track of it here and there when life gets busy and when new situations come up. The Holy Spirit, through the Word, makes His home in our hearts and reminds us Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus is the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. Whoever believes his word has already crossed over from death to life. Jesus has loved the world so much. God gave him that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life because Jesus came into the world not to condemn it, but to save it through His blood. That's what the Holy Spirit reminds you of as He teaches you all things and continues to bring you God's truth. In short, if you're wondering what does the Holy Spirit do, what's His main job, remember this, whenever you open the Bible, that's the Holy Spirit doing His work in your heart. Whenever you have baptism or Holy Communion, that's the Holy Spirit assuring you sins are forgiven forever. Maybe the better question to ask isn't as we go through life, God, why have you given me a blackout? But the better question is, God, have you tried coming near to me and have I given you a blackout? God, have you wanted to draw near to me and made, make your home in my heart? And, and have I said, no, no, I got this. I don't need your word. I don't need your promises. I can make it on my own just fine. Have I done that, God? Have I given you a blackout? God, have you tried to come near and make your home in my heart? And... Have I thought that you had nothing really worth saying anyways? That you wouldn't be that much help anyways? Have I given you a blackout because I doubted your truth? 
And then, God, have you tried to come near when I was at my darkest hour? At my deepest point of sadness? And did, did I give you a blackout because I was blaming you for the problem? Those sins do come up in our lives. Analyze it. Think about it. Have I given God a blackout? And if so, and we all have sometimes, repent of it. And trust. God will never give you a blackout. Instead, the Holy Spirit is ferocious in His passion to make His home in your heart so that He can teach you all things, so that He can remind you of what Jesus has said, so that He can encourage you with all of the love God has for you for eternity, and so that He can leave you with peace. Peace that is not found literally anywhere else other than in the Word of God and in the Holy Spirit's activity in your heart. And that brings us to verse 27, a powerful verse that is really worth carrying with you every minute of every day, wherever you go, and sharing with people who, who desperately need Jesus in their lives. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You know, I bet those World War II pilots were pretty troubled and afraid when they came back from their mission and there was a blackout. That's not God with you. Instead, He leaves behind you not a blackout, but peace. You can be all settled down inside today and every day going forward for all eternity because Jesus leaves you like an inheritance. Like you're written in His will, He leaves you His peace, His body and blood for the forgiveness of sin that lasts eternally. Jesus gives you peace. It, it's a gift. You don't have to earn it. It's not like the way the world operates. Let's talk about that for a while and think about how does Jesus' peace and that gift, the inheritance He has left me, how is that different than the normal way the world operates which I am living in each and every day? The world says, hey, you want peace? You better have a bunch more money. But trying to find peace through money is like trying to find peace through millions of dollars worth of stuff at the dollar store doesn't really give you peace. The world says, hey, you can have peace, but you have to work for it. And then we stress out and scratch and claw our way to the top, at least as high as we can get. It's not peaceful to do that. It's, it's hard work. And then not only do we have to have hard work to get it somehow, we have to attain it then. The world says, you want peace? Get the upper hand. And maybe that would bring a little bit of peace for a few seconds as you get your way. More often than not, yet, guess what? You turn around and what do you see? You see someone else trying to kick you off the top and get the upper, upper hand instead of you. The world says, you want some peace? Here, take this sinful shortcut. It'll work. 
And if we listen to that, and we follow the sinful shortcuts, now, not only do we not have long-term peace, we instead have shame and guilt as we're covered with sin and believing the lie that this sinful shortcut would have given us peace. Jesus doesn't give like that. Peace, I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Jesus' gift of peace is more precious than money. Jesus' gift of peace lasts longer than having the upper hand. Jesus' gift of peace is far more satisfying than a sinful shortcut because it doesn't leave you full of shame and guilt. In fact, it takes the shame and guilt away. Jesus' peace lasts for eternity. We have it now. We enjoy it today. And we look forward to the day when all we will have is peace. And all anyone around us in heaven will have is peace. Can you even imagine a world where it's only peace and not tension and not anxiety and not even a hint of a tiny little bit of sadness that will never happen on this earth that is guaranteed to happen in heaven. Jesus gives you peace because he gives you indestructible life through his own indestructible life. Is that not what Easter is? It's far different than a blackout. And so Jesus, as he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. We can be all settled down inside. Even when new situations come up in life that we aren't sure how to handle, Jesus says, I give you my peace. I'm making my home in your heart and we're going to handle this in one way or another. When sadness, because of a life change, hits us like a ton of bricks, Jesus says, I left you my peace. I'm giving you my peace. It's not like the world gives where it's hit and miss. This is not a blackout. I'm making my home in your heart. And we're going to make it. What a gift Jesus gives when not only does he not give us a blackout, he changes our sinful hearts so that we don't give God a blackout either. Rejoice in that. Treasure it. Peace that lasts. Jesus' gift to you. What he has left you as your share of the inheritance. Rejoice in it and share it. Everything that comes with knowing God makes himself at home. Right here in my heart. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.